0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year long journey, reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 145. Oh, how wretched my soul is for having wasted so many graces. I was running away from God and he pursued me with his graces. I most often experienced God's graces when I least expected them. From the moment he gave me a spiritual director, I have been more faithful to grace. Thanks to the director and his watchfulness over my soul, I have learned what guidance means and how Jesus looks at it. Jesus warned me of the least fault and stressed that he himself judges the matter that I present to my confessor, and he told me that any transgressions against the confessor touch me, myself. When, and under his direction, my soul began to experience deep recollection and peace, I often heard these words in my soul, Strengthen yourself for a combat, repeated over and over at various times. Jesus often makes known to me what he does not like in my soul and he has more than once rebuked me for what seemed to be trifles, but which were in fact things of great importance. He has warned me and tried me like a master. For many years, he himself educated me until the moment when he gave me a spiritual director. Previously, he himself had made clear to me what I did not understand, but now he tells me to ask my confessor about everything and often says I will answer you through his mouth be at peace. It has never happened to me that I have received an answer which was contrary to what the Lord wanted of me when I presented it to the spiritual director, Father Sopoczko. He som- it sometimes happens that Jesus first asks certain things of me about which no one knows anything, and then, when I kneel at the confessional, my confessor gives me the same order. However, this is infrequent. When over a long period of time a soul has received much light and many inspirations, and when the confessors have confirmed the source of these inspirations and set the soul at peace, if its love is great, Jesus now makes it known that it is time to put into action what it has received. The soul recognizes that God is counting on it, and this knowledge fortifies it. It knows that to be faithful, it will often have to face various difficulties. But it trusts in God, and thanks to this trust, it reaches that point to which God is calling it. Difficulties do not terrify it. They are its daily bread, as it were. They do not frighten or terrify the soul, just as a warrior who is constantly in battle is not terrified by the roar of the cannon. Far from being frightened, it listens to determine from which side the enemy is launching his attack in order to defeat him. It does nothing blindly, but examines and ponders everything deeply, and not counting on itself, it prays fervently and asks advice of other warriors who are experienced and wise. When the soul acts in this way, it nearly always wins." There are attacks when a soul has no time to think or seek advice. Then it must enter into a life-or-death struggle. Sometimes it is good to flee for cover in the wound of the heart of Jesus without answering a single word. By this very act, the enemy is already defeated. In time of peace as well, the soul continues making efforts, just as in time of battle. It must exercise itself and do so with energy, otherwise it has no chance of attaining victory. I regard the time of peace as a time of preparation for victory. The soul must be ever watchful, watchfulness and again watchfulness. The soul that reflects receives much light. A distracted soul runs the risk of a fall, and let it not be surprised when it does fall. O Spirit of God, director of the soul, wise is he whom you have trained. But for the Spirit of God to act in the soul, peace and recollection are needed. In this passage, St. Faustina berates herself for running away from God for so long while he pursued her. But in fairness to her, this was partly because she was afraid of being deluded by the evil one. She didn't want to be fooled by an illusion. But now that she had been reassured because of quality spiritual direction, she confidently opened her heart to God's grace and discovered that she could accomplish so much more. When we just rely on our own strength, it's not enough, and it leads us to exhaustion. We need to rely on God's strength. But now, with the grace of good spiritual direction, Jesus would expect more of her. He let her know that more was coming when he told her over and over, strengthen yourself for combat. Life really is a spiritual battle. Then Jesus also did his pruning of the branches of the vine. Jesus would tell Saint Faustina personally what to change in her soul. Small imperfections or attachments could have great significance, which she had not realized. He would teach her through the words of her spiritual director, sometimes inspiring, blessed Michael Sopochko to say exactly the same thing that Jesus had said to her. St. Faustina then tells how the experienced soul goes into battle with humility, carefully praying, asking for heavenly assistance from God, from the angels, from the saints, asking advice of other holy people on earth, learning how to deal with the enemy, to learn where the attack is coming from, and when to retreat when attacked unexpectedly, withdrawing into the wound of the heart of Jesus. Then the victory is assured because the enemy can't touch the soul there. She talks of vigilance and watchfulness to prepare for the next battle which would come She also says that distraction is very dangerous in the spiritual life. We cannot allow ourselves to be distracted and to not see where the next attack is coming from. And she speaks of the need to have peace and recollection in our souls so that we can hear the voice of the Holy Spirit who guides us through our lives and through every, every battle.